I mean, and I felt that quote, bruh, because it was kind of like, you know, we all in this life, you know what I mean? We're living in this world, like, we don't really know what's going on, you know what I mean? But I feel like if you can have an impact and you can, like, inspire and change somebody, like, that's the point to me, you know what I mean? Taking that chance, you know what I mean? Taking that risk, mm -hmm. you know? If you're, like, a reasonable man always looking for, like, the right answer, you're never going to jump off that cliff to see what's on the other side. You know what I mean? It's unreasonable for you. Right. You know? The unreasonable man is going to take that step. You know what I mean? The unreasonable man is going to build a brand. He's going to start a podcast. Nobody may understand, but that man does. You know what I mean? He'll just make it work. You know? So um, that's where my inspiration came from. make sure you can hear me well and everything yeah uh, yeah man so if you can bro just tell us a little bit about your your journey to when i met you at least you were doing music you were into music uh i know now currently you know you into uh content creation and a number of other things in addition to music but at least for now just tell us how you got into music and we'll take it from there yeah man um basically with the music man um you know in high school middle school you know you always rapping, you feel me? You always like rapping, you know? Everybody think they, you know, everybody think they Wayne or Drake or something, you know? So you're always rapping. Uh, it started at high school when I, we first, like I started with my um, homie Jamal, shouts out to uh, the Virgo child. Um, it just started off as like a hobby, you know? It's still a hobby, of course, like we still have a love for it. Uh, but it just started off with like little tracks that weren't good at all, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But we thought it was fly, you know. We thought it was cool, you know. So we would make these tracks on like the oldest MacBook, you know. What I mean, and just to hear your just to hear your voice on the first time on the mic is kind of crazy, you know. So kind of just fell in love with that, and um, it's a progression, you know. I mean, you start off horrible, you know, then you. You know, you start off with like some bars and then you get better and better and better. Then one day somebody hears and then they're like, oh, is that you? You know, then they're like, oh, that's dope. You know what I mean? And then you just fall in love with the creation, you know? So that's how I pretty much got started with music and just kept it rolling. Okay, for sure. So were you, when you started out, were you super confident or were you just like, yo, I'm kind of doing this on the low <laughs> and I'll tell people like, you know when they discover it or because like i had some homies when i first started too that were like i wouldn't say very good but very confident like yeah i'm about to go out here and do this and do that whereas me i was like super low-key i did it a lot and i did it obsessively but like, yeah. i was super behind the scenes unless somebody like put me out there i was like yo dom do music you know what i'm saying and then then i'll play my track or whatever that's literally how it is bro like how it is for me I mean, the confidence grew to whereas today, like, you know, today I'm confident. I'm like, yo, play my shit, you know, but even then I won't force it on you. I'm kind of still low key with it. Right. Oh, but I've always been that low key guy, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Ryan, you do music? Oh, Ryan, you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I do. Like, it's kind of, I like, I like people discovering me rather than me forcing it on other people. Um, so, I was just like you, man. I kind of need that extra push from like my homies or from my friends or 
family like oh hey ryan your shit is dope or hey listen to my homie's music like it's dope i need i needed that extra push you know what i mean the confidence definitely grew you know because even in the beginning if you're not that good you don't know that <laughs> like you don't know that but i mean you just you just get used to the progress you get used to doing things yourself you get used to the creation and from there working at it working hard at it you start growing that natural confidence in it you know what i mean to where i am now i'm like yo play my music you know what i mean like i'm very confident in it um whereas later on i was still still low key with it you know that's dope and made me think of something else too because like you know a big lesson in in a lot of that is like you know understanding who you are through music and through that journey of like all right i'm not good i think i'm all right you know what i'm saying but you're like figuring yourself out you put it out there a little bit you gauge the community you come back or you gauge whomever you get maybe you just learn from your own you know understanding of it but i feel yeah. like you know just putting in that work putting in that effort and just trying going forth with it you know what i'm saying you can definitely like build on that uh, another a thing that I want to kind of pivot to, I was going to ask you, like, what was like, what was a big aha moment for you? You know what I'm saying? When you like realized something, I don't know if that was like the day you learned how to record yourself, you know what I'm saying? Or if it was like, yo, this is what a hook should sound like, you know what I'm saying? Or just any moment throughout your journey where you was like, damn, I'm, I'm actually like, it's clicking for me. Yeah, um, I would say, you know, when you listen to your own music, you know, you, you think it's dope. You know what I mean? Rather, you're very um, territorial about your music, you know what I mean? Or you're very defensive sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I will play I will play it for like the homies, like a small circle, you know, and I would, wouldn't force on anybody, but I will play it, you know, and I will peep the reactions. You know what I mean? I will peep the reactions. They will give me good feedback, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I remember I had one song, man, and I played it. I thought it was dope. You know, I think everything I put out is dope. <laughs> right, know? right. I played it. I remember I was in the car, and I played it for a friend. And um, when they heard it, they were kind of like, is this you? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, this is me. And then they were like, oh, turn it up. This is dope. And that's when I was like, I knew it was dope, but I think I needed that confirmation that it was like dope to somebody other than me. You know what I mean? Cause like I am defensive about like the things I put out, the content I create, but I'm also aware of uh, the criticism or I want constructive criticism. And I take that into consideration a lot, you know what I mean? So when it's actually like, you know, good feedback or they actually think it's dope, I take that to heart just as much as I take the the criticism to heart, you know what I mean? So um, that moment when they were like, oh, it's dope, it was just, it was a weird validation, you know, where I was just like, oh yeah, I, I am dope, you feel me? Like I am dope at this, you sure. know, or it's like, you know, I can I can I can miss a hundred times, but I know that like I can produce some um, something that the audience will like. You know what I mean? Right. And you're you yourself as an audience too. Like when Don puts out something like you're a fan of yourself. If you don't think it's dope, then you'll think it's dope. But if you think it's dope, you know, you should be the biggest fan of yourself as well. Right. You know? Right. Now that's real, man. And just from like this this five minutes that we've been getting into it, like you brought up how like your homies and stuff in the beginning was real influential to you even like getting it, you know, getting into music or stepping 
forward in music and then that big aha moment for you was again another homie like or someone that you rock with was saying like yo this is this is heat turn it up you know what i'm saying i feel like i have a, a connection to that as well because like we talked a little earlier off off the uh recording about you know sports and shit you know like i mentioned like my high school football team went 0 and 40 but one thing about that experience was like my family was in the stands at every game you know what i'm saying turned up going crazy yelling my name wanting me to go crazy on the field so i yeah. always felt like even though we was 0 and 40 like i was that nigga like you know what i'm saying yeah. like, i felt like i was up and no matter what like you know no matter what i wanted to do i could do it so when i pivoted to trying to run a business and doing the clothes and doing the events and stuff like in my mind i just had that same energy like yo i know my people are gonna rock with me you know what i'm saying and love me and support me through it so that kind of helps us you know what i'm saying as we go about and like and do things so i do want to ask like how did you because like me for my early stages it was tough for me to navigate onto music but it was tough for me to navigate exactly like all right who's giving me some good advice or like feedback like oh this is dope versus oh this is this is dope yeah. like you know what i'm saying like yeah how, uh did you have any experiences you don't gotta like name anything but like any experiences where you were realizing people were like giving you that you know that kind of i don't want to call it fake love because that's a negative thing but like kind of showing yeah. you support but not really giving you the real yeah definitely um as far as like friends go um you you know your friends and you know who's gonna keep it real with you like no matter if you want to hear it or not. And you know those friends that you go to just to get that that thumbs up, like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like no matter what it is, they'll give you like a thumbs up, like, you know, like yes man type of shit, but not really, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there were some times where, you know, I just played it for a friend and I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to hear somebody say, oh, you're doing good. You feel me? But there were, are those friends that I like turn to, to whereas, yo, if you listen to this, like, I know I'm gonna get a real reaction. I'm gonna get a real answer. I'm gonna get a real emotion out of them. You know what I mean? I was watching, um, I was watching a um, documentary, I think of uh, J. Cole. And he was talking about, um, what was that song with him and Miguel? Up all night, concerting in these love songs. Remember that oh, song? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was like in the studio, like there was one homie in the studio, he never had a reaction like to any shit that J. Cole did. But J. Cole was like, once he like, he damn near like stood up and applauded after he heard that, J. Cole yeah. was like, oh shit, I got a hit on my hands. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. You know, like, you know who you can go to. And also, like, the outside view, you know, like, the people you don't even know. You know, that will just hit you up and they'll be like, oh, shit, this is dope or blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. YouTube, you know, that's that's a that's a different level. That's a different type of high because it's somebody you don't even know, you don't even have no no connection to, and they're just feeling your shit. Nah, you know? Sure. So that's dope as well, too. And, um... Also to piggyback on that, I've had, I did like a couple shows um, as well, like around the uh, Phoenix area. And um, I got good reactions. I just got good reactions and it just, you know, helped me poke my chest out a little bit when I'm recording. You right. know? So, so all of that just builds your confidence, you know, builds your ego and you need that swagger. You need that edge when you're creating anything that you're going to put out into the public, you know, whether it's music, YouTube, your business, you know what I mean? You got to have that swagger when you walk into that office, you know? 
Yeah, no, nah, that's real, man. And I see it all the time, even with like the poets and stuff that come out to our shows and our events where they're like, yo, this is my first time. I'm just reading it. You know, here it is. And they realize mm-hmm. that people like it, you know, and then you kind of see this light bulb hit for them. Like, oh, y'all fuck with this. Like, wait till I really, you know, wait till I memorize my shit or wait till I wait till I do this. You know, and it gives that artist something to look forward to once they see the reception that people give them and kind of makes them want to fight harder. And Oh, yeah, I'm going to come back to the next show with this or the next time y'all see me, I'm going to have this. So it's dope. So before we get off the music tip, man, let me know uh, some of your favorites. You know, it don't got to be a top five list or anything like that. But like. Like, who's Ron listen to? You know what I'm saying? If you turn if you're in the car and you about to roll out, like, is it something from today's hits? Or are you one of those dudes that's always throwing it back to something? Man, like the older I get, low key, I, I I'm expanding my music horizon like the older I get. You know, so now I'm starting to understand why, like, you know, my dad and my family was playing like the Isley brothers, you know. I might yeah. I might throw that on, you know, just really vibe out. Right. Uh, um, I went to, I went to a couple indie concerts, you know what I mean? Like indie alternative, like shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as, as far as a rap tip, um, of course, Future is my guy, Lil Wayne. Um, you can never go wrong with Drake. You feel me? You can right. never go with Drake. But, uh, those are the main guys right now. I'm bumping that Kendrick. Right. Um, Super album. Man, album of the year, in my opinion, you know. Super creative, hell yeah. And push it to you. Oh yeah, almost dry. And AI, uh, oh man, crazy. And um, do you you know Quentin Miller? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, originally for bad reasons, but like yeah, yeah. now I got keep up. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? He he's dope. I've been listening to him a lot. Uh, Hit Boy, Dom Kennedy, shit like that. Okay, man, you brought up something. You brought up your pops, you know, in the oldies. And I was just having a conversation. I forget uh, with who exactly, but I was also talking about it with my fiance. And we were just like talking about exactly like, you know what I'm saying? Our shit from like the 2000, like, how old are you? I'm 29. Okay, yep. So we ride around the same. I'm 30. So like all of our shit from back in the day, like the early 2000s, like a lot of that's about to be considered oldies in a minute, man. Like, you know, just the eight. A Bay Bays, even anything like almost right before that, you know what I'm saying? Like we get into the space where some of the shit that was like, you know, up for us is about to be considered oldies. And then what do we even call the oldies that our our peoples was listening to when we was coming up? Man, dude, I was having a conversation. Uh, <laughs> I was having a conversation with my girl and she's um, she's like, she's 26. So, you know, She's at that that middle where it's like, you know, yeah, you was born in the 90s, but what do you know? You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it was funny. We was kind of making fun, you know, like we was joking around, me and my homie, and we were like talking about Lil Bow Wow. And we were like, Lil Bow Wow was big at one point. Like he was huge at one point. I don't think like the younger uh, crowd even know like how big Bow Wow was, how big Nelly was, yeah. like random, like ludicrous, like, like no for sure, random rappers that were like a problem. Yeah. You know, Fifty Cent. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the younger generation knows how hard Fifty Cent 50 came Cent, out. That first one, like he has, yeah, that first one was crazy. Just a little bit. They had all those songs, uh, uh, Magic Stick, all of that shit. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah man we get it you know i'm knocking on dirt 30 i know you already opened the door 
<laughs> but like it's uh dude, it, it's kind of crazy we are at that generation where you know we old you feel me we old you know what i mean and to into our um to our like moms and pops and uh our older um relatives they think we're still young you feel me so we're all just kind of transitioning that's that tells you how young uh, hip-hop is though no for sure yeah for sure like pop. When we can look at folks like Bow Wow, and then even you know, they still they look back, but then you can still count. Like you know, what I'm saying we can go to the KRS One, and then you know, Grandmaster Flash, and then we're at the start. You know, what I'm saying, and everybody has their own little wave of like people that were huge. Like right now, you know, what I'm saying people are gonna definitely look at Drake, even though we still look at Drake highly revered. Like, like the young kids coming up, they're just gonna know that he was huge when they were born and all throughout. Like you know, what I'm saying crazy you know what i mean so how did you get into uh the youtube channel man like well when did you start your youtube channel and uh what was some of the inspiration behind it so i um my thing is i need to be um more consistent right so that's a struggle i like have and that like i'm working on right so when i first started doing the music I was looking for like different outlets and things like that. So I dropped like a couple of videos on YouTube just to like expand the portfolio. Um, and I never really took, like I made a couple of vlogs, you know, things like that, but I never took the time to actually like build my YouTube channel. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I'm doing now. Um, I just started a podcast as well. Um, it's called The Unreasonable Man. You know, so I'm diving into that because that's another outlet. My whole thing, man, is like I need different outlets to like have my voice be heard through like different, you know, creative channels, you know, and like podcasts is good for me, you know, what I mean, to get my word out to like, you know, interview like great people, you know, like just get different perspectives from different people and to, you know, like talk my shit a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, so so with that doing different vlogs i'm always on youtube so like you know i i listen to podcasts like all the time like that's Bro. all i you know what i mean so i was like i was basically like dude like i want to do this i might as well do it and take the time to actually do it okay you know? so when it comes to the name though you, you said a uh, unreasonable man what's the yeah. some of the yeah. inspiration behind that or what does that play on so there was this quote. Well, first I um, R.I.P. Nipsey. You know, what I mean, we both from L.A. You know, what I mean, big part of the community. Um, R.I.P. Nip. Um, so I used to, like I said, sometimes I just be on YouTube watching interviews of just like people or like people like Nip, Cole, Diddy, like just 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 great people, right? So I was watching like an interview on Nipsey Hussle, and he said this uh, quote about the unreasonable man, you know? And the quote is from, I don't wanna get this man's name wrong. Uh, it's from uh, George Shaw. And the quote goes, the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. You know what I mean? And I felt that quote, bruh, because it was kind of like, you know, we all in this life, you know what I mean? We're living in this world, like we don't really know what's going on, you know what I mean? But I feel like if you can have an impact and you can like inspire and change somebody, like that's the point to me, you know what I mean? 
taking that chance, you know what I mean? Taking that risk, mm-hmm. you know? If you're like a reasonable man, always looking for like the right answer, you're never gonna jump off that cliff to see what's on the other side. You know what I mean? It's unreasonable for you. Right. You know? so the unreasonable man is gonna take that step, you know what I mean? The unreasonable man is gonna build a brand, he's gonna start a podcast. Nobody may understand, but that man does. You know yeah. what I mean? He'll just make it work. You know, so um, that's where my inspiration came from. The name, I juggled around like a couple names, like for like <laughs> for like a months. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, and I stumbled upon that interview, and then I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, it means so much too. You know, and I feel like that's something that you could even offer up to your guests. You know, what I'm saying, in what ways are you unreasonable? You know, and then yeah. do a sizzle reel of just a whole bunch of people answering that question or like giving their inputs because. No, that's real, bro. When it comes to taking risks, taking those chances, or just being somebody in the community that's not afraid to, like, you know, shit, just go out there and put it on your shoulders. Like, you know, when it comes to this art stuff and creative spaces, it genuinely is about, like, you know, how far you're willing to take it. You know what I'm saying? If you're asking for permission to create this thing, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're, like, being timid about it, um, you know things aren't going to come out as authentic or genuine to who you are but like if you set yourself around support systems so for example like we talked about previously the family the people that help boost your confidence then you are able to just step into that and move confidently and take those risks like again my family is a huge part of the reason why like when i make something like i i don't care like you know what i'm saying too much about like what people think like oh they're gonna think dom you know, because I wrote 10 love poems, they're going to think I'm a simp or whatever. I don't care what, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here yeah. just creating for what I see it as, you know what I'm saying? And not so much as, like, what I'm expecting the world to see me as or, like, I'm not trying to fit into this box. So, now that's super yeah. powerful, man. I think, like, you know, timing is everything. So, the fact that you were juggling, trying to figure out a title, and then that one came across, and it came from, like, you know, the quote yep. was from Shaw, but like the, the conduit to seeing that quote was nip and that's just an amazing piece as well. Yeah, definitely, man. And and you're right, man. Like at the end of the day, you gotta be true to yourself. Like I am root, you know what I mean? That's a powerful name, you know what I mean? Like just just knowing your roots, first of all, just knowing your roots and being grounded in it and you know, just sticking, just being yourself. You know what I mean? Not caring what the outside things, knowing that like you're good. You know what I mean? You wrote 10 love songs, shit, I'll make it 11th one. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, just like you, man, like, you just finding these different outlets and, like, probably just like you as well, man, like, I like a lot of shit, you know what I mean? Or, like, I need to, like, do, like, a lot of shit, you know? Like, I need to take pictures, I need to do podcasts, I need to do music, because that's just what makes me, like, the happiest, you know what I mean? That's where I'm at that's where I'm like at my peak, you know what I mean? So like, and you never, you never realize it until you like stop doing it. Like for like a couple of years, like I stopped, you know what I mean? And then I was kind of like, what the hell is wrong with me? It's because I wasn't tapping into my like natural creative side, you know what I mean? So you yeah. just got to keep it going. You just got to keep it going, you know what I mean? Nah, Get that's that real. content out. That's real. And you mentioned something where you talk about uh, you like doing a lot of shit and we haven't touched on it. But um, one thing that we connected on, and I don't know if you had much experience outside of that, um, but model gives, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. came through for the Velvet Room fashion show uh, where we teamed up with my boy B and 
you know, uh, rock some of the Iron Root gear and some of the custom pieces from Brandon. Um, mm. Yeah. So were you into modeling like a little bit beforehand or, you know what I'm saying, before that event in particular? Yeah, man. Um, actually, I, well, first of all, thank you for, uh, you know, reaching out to me and having me on the Velvet Room. That was a, that was a cool ass experience. You got to run that back. <laughs> but um yeah man i actually um you know i love photography and um i like taking dope ass pictures you know what i mean so like even if you go to my instagram uh ron gib um you'll see like dope pictures of me or you'll see dope pictures of other people or just like landscape in general um so like with modeling like i've done like a couple like you know just model like shoots you know um your it was crazy because when you asked me like i had like two back-to-back gigs in a row i think it was yours first and then i was randomly like i was doing like yoga and like somebody asked me like hey would you be in my show and i was like cool yeah i'm fresh <laughs> off point right now you know i got my walk down <laughs> and so that's something i love to do you know what i mean like i'm not I'm not afraid of like, you know, the cameras like being on me or anything, you know what I mean? Like, I love it, you know what I mean? I, I can like thrive in those moments. So that's just some fun shit I love to do, you know? And um, I'm always open to things like that, you know? Just another way of expression. I love expression, you know what I mean? I love when people express themselves, you know? Like even setting up that event is just super dope to me. Like you just, behind the scenes and you're just you know setting up the band that was there you know oh, right yeah and, uh, just setting up everything bro that's that's like super dope to me i'm just a fan of expression yeah right, so. right not for sure so, man i appreciate that too bro like when it comes to art man like my main thing like you know my bread and butter i got my drum machine here my keyboard here it's like i make beats and i'm behind the scenes on the music thing but like when it comes to art i definitely love writing like poetry songwriting i love curating events because that's an experience that people get to come in like i love doing a short film so like in terms of like doing a lot of shit and being all over the place i can definitely connect with that just because like again like you you get so much inspiration from the life around you you know what i'm saying and you want to be able to tell those stories and not every story can be told through a beat you know what i'm saying or not every story can be told through a song you know what i'm saying and so that's why the podcast is in place so i can get on here and talk with people that i can't necessarily like you know we're not always seen in this setting talking you know what i'm saying and we get to kind of have this moment whereas if we collaborated on a track like you know what i'm saying i wouldn't get to know like you know how deeply rooted your peeps were in like helping you get to where you are or you know what i'm saying your experience with basketball before getting to college you know what i'm saying and how we are connected you know kind of in in that space so uh, before we, you know, rap, man, I do want to, like, jump into some, like, lighter topics, man, and see what, you know, get your opinion on some shit that's going on in the world. I noticed uh, on your pod, you know, you definitely hit on a few of those. Um, definitely. So some one basic one, man, I like to start with, dude, I love to ask people what they're watching. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you're a TV show guy or a movie guy, uh, Hulu, Netflix, HBO, Disney+, Plus, whatever you on. Like, what shows are you watching right now? Right now, um, I'm definitely on the podcast tip. Uh, so I watch, um, as far as podcasting goes, I watch um, Joe Rogan, Theo Bond this past weekend, and Andrew Schultz. Okay. Um, those are three basic ones I watch. As far as the TV shows, man, I love Stranger Things. I got to get on it. <laughs> that the new season's out, so I'm definitely on that. 
Um, and other than that, just anything basketball, anything sports. Basketball, the final. So, all right, man, you know, it's not over. And I'm definitely going to drop this episode before the finals is over. So, you got any <laughs> predictions? Man, dude, honestly, bro. What's that drop? 43 the other night? Sheesh. 43, man. Honestly, the Celtics are the safer pick because they're a better team. I think they're a better team. They got the better unit. You know, but they got the better unit. But I do believe that this is Steph's moment. And I feel like this is a time for him to like get his finals MVP. So yeah. I'm a and he's kinda it's crazy, he's kinda still underrated because he's in the LeBron era. So they're always yeah. compared to one another. I kinda want him to like, get that last ring. So like there's no like you know, oh, Seth got four, LeBron got four, you know what I mean? I kind of want it to be like that. So I'm going to go with Golden State. And I'm a Lakers fan, too, so, you know. It's, it's no very hard. Yeah, it's very hard yeah. to move for Boston, bro. Yeah, I mean, that green is just don't look right to me. <laughs> yeah, nah, too many battles, bro. Too many battles, and nah, battles. I feel yeah. you on that. I'm kind of in the same boat, bro. Like, you know, don't got any necessarily no horses in the race, but like, it'll be dope to see Steph be able to get that. You know, all the slack that he took for KD coming over there and him not being that guy and like the storyline shit. You know, it's all political. So it's like with boxing, man, when you get all the belts, it's undisputed. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's not quite the same. Just saw Devin Haney. Oh, Devin, yeah. yeah, man, that was amazing, bro. Just went yeah. out there, Australia, bro. Got <laughs> to work, all the shit talking, all the antics. <laughs> All the shit talking, all the old email champ thing, all of that. Nope. Went over to Australia. Right. Man, lose around. I don't know if that was facts, but I saw the, the post where he like only took like 30% of the po the, the purse, you know, and George Cambosos got 70. You know what I'm saying? So just to go out there, take less, you know what I'm saying, have all the terms in his, the other guy's favor and still yeah. win. Like, what, he gave like Legacy. one or two rounds? Yeah. Legacy, bro. Legacy. Yeah. Because he's going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it was dope seeing Tank too. Roly was talking a lot of shit on that one too. I don't know if you saw that one. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I'm gonna knock his ass out in one <laughs> round. <laughs> dude, he sounds so he's gotta get better at you know, a lot of people try to be Floyd with the trash talking yeah. But they gotta get better at it. You yeah. feel me? Like Roly's trash talking was so like there's so many videos where it's just like, What is this man even saying? Saying no, no, <laughs> for sure. Like you could definitely cut a reel of just like the the moments where the jokes either go over our head or yeah. <laughs> like he sounded like world. he sounded like Mike Tyson trying to impersonate himself. Right, <laughs> nah, right, for sure, for sure, doing a bad job. Yeah, doing a bad job. Uh, while we're on the boxing tip, man, uh, do you watch a lot? Do you catch yeah. a lot of fights? Love what you thinking? Um, you know, everybody hopeful for uh, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, man. Dude, that's gonna be. That's gonna be a monster fight. I can't wait for it. Um, Terrence Crawford, Crawford is a monster. Um, the way he just switches up and just he'll put you in a matrix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but Earl Spence, man, he's a dog. Like he's just a. I feel like Earl Spence is just on another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like I can't see anybody being Earl Spence, man. Yeah, that's gonna be an exciting one, man. Yeah, I see him like I see Earl take some shots and like nothing, but like give them back and then they drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's not afraid to get hit. He's not afraid to do the hitting. 
that dude is cold. So I got I got my money on East Spence. You feel? Okay, me? okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm torn, bro. I'm torn. Like, definitely a huge Crawford fan, but I don't know if he got enough power in there to, you know, what I'm saying. Because like, yeah. like I said, I've, I've watched some some of those fights, and ain't no, it's you know, you, you need a lot behind it to even get that man on the ground. So it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one, man. Can't wait, dude. Cannot wait. It'll be a good one. Perfect, perfect, man. Well, nah, man, I want to thank you for taking the time out to hop on, bro. Uh, no problem, man. Um, as I enjoy watching you uh, do what you do, you know what I mean? Uh, give you your flowers, man. You've been doing this for for a while, you know what I mean? Like, same here. So just keep at it. Keep that content out. And before you know it, you know, everybody's going to discover their roots. Yes, you know? sir. Yes, sir. Man, if you can, too, drop your uh, IG one more time, your uh, YouTube. I'm going to make sure to pop up some shit on the screen so folks are able to see the graphics. Yes, sir. My, uh, You can find my music, Ron Gibb, R-O-N-G-I-B. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, um, or just go next door. You know what I mean? You'll probably hear some Ron Gibb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the YouTube channel is uh, Ron Gibb as well, R-O-N-G-I-B. I got my podcast popping, The Unreasonable Man, um, dropping every Tuesday. Um, and also, I'm going to do little vlogs here and there, you know what I mean? So feel free to give me hit that subscribe button. Uh, follow the music, Instagram, Ron Gibra, R-O-N-G-I-B-B-R-U-H. Yeah, man, we just giving you dope content, you know, giving you dope content, dope conversations, and, you know, helping to improve everybody's life.